Conversations for Life's Journey. I'm your host, Danielle Harris, and I am excited. This is the first episode of Rare Conversations. It has truly been a long time coming. I've always wanted to do a podcast and finally have the time to make it happen. So I first and foremost want to thank you for stopping on and tuning in to this episode. So as I stated previously, the goal is to be rare. Rare is real, anointed, righteous, and enlightened. And today we're going to be talking about the real and rare. We're going to be talking about keeping it real and what it means to be real. In this day and age and generation, if I can be honest, it is truly hard to tell the real from the fake. People are pretending to be something that they're not. And it's almost hard to tell the real from the fake. And we know that in order to be real, you must be honest, genuine, and authentic. But today I want to pose some questions to you to get you to thinking like, are you real? Are you keeping it real? Are you keeping it 100 and are you keeping it a buck? Well, in order to be real, it requires you to be set apart. It requires you to be distinguished and genuine and authentic. And if I can be quite honest, it's hard to be real when you don't know who you are. There are many people that are walking around not knowing who they are, who they truly are at their core and at their essence. There's no way you can keep it real if you don't know who you are. And the only way to know who you are, you got to know who it is that created you. You know, a lot of times people are doing things that they really don't want to do, but they're doing things to appease others instead of trying to appease God, the one who created them. Now, you tell me if that's keeping it real or not. We can't be so quick and we can't be so apt to put our trust in mere mortals, humans. And, you know, I'm just going with the flow. I said the title of this message was keeping it real, but I'm going to go how the Holy Spirit leads me. But, you know, as I look around, as I examine people in the world and what the world is coming to, I see more and more that people are blind in the mind and their spirituality. You know, it's more to life than what we see with our naked eye. And we have to understand that we are in a spiritual battle. We find an unseen war. We find an unseen enemy. Now, I know that people are being used by the enemy. We call the people that are being used by the devil our enemies. But the goal of the enemy is to trip us up. We have people that profess to be believers or to be Christians. But the question is, are we real believers? Do we really believe 
like we say we do, like we profess we do, that we are who we say we are. And the only way to tell if we are who we say we are is by our walk, by our behavior, by the things that we do. I see a lot of believers that put their trust in men and women, mere mortals, instead of putting their trust in God. And people are tapping into idolatry and they don't even know it. Some know, but the majority of the people don't even realize that they're in idolatry. And we know that we serve a God that sits high and looks low. He sees it all. He knows the heart. We have to be careful about the way we live and what we claim to profess because God will try us. God will test us to see if we are who we say we are. There's so many people that are getting into idolatry. People are beginning to idolize men and women. They are obsessing over people. I seen a post the other day, a video on TikTok, and I went to the comments and I was just looking at some of the comments and this girl was talking about how she was obsessed over somebody else's vibe. And when I saw that, I'm like, wow, she doesn't even realize that she has tapped into idolatry. She is idolizing a person or a thing. And we know that God is a jealous God. He don't want us giving his glory to mere mortals, to people that really can't do anything for them. And it's not just people in the world, it's people in the church. So many people idolize their pastors. It's almost like what their pastor says to them is law. They don't check it. They don't research it. They don't go to God. They just go with whatever the pastor says. And that is idolatry. They are worshiping a man and rejecting God. We have to be careful because we are truly in the end times. You know, a lot of people don't think that we're in the end times because we've always heard we're in the last days. But revelation is fulfilling itself every day. And we better wake up before it's too late. We better get our hearts in order. We better get our our minds on the right path. We better get real with God. But first, we got to get real with ourselves. We have to examine ourselves daily to see if we are lining up with who God wants us to be and who we profess to be. And, you know, a lot of people want power. They want the money. And... Not only do they want the power and the money, they put their trust in power. They put their trust in money, in men, in things, instead of putting them in God. You have people that profess to be Holy Ghost filled, a child of God. But it's hard to tell 
that they really are who they say they are. Most people strive to obtain some level of greatness. But truth be told, greatness is not easy. Greatness is something serious. People want the power, but they don't want the pressure. They want the anointing, but they don't want what comes with the anointing. People want power, prestige, and the accolades. They really don't care about what it truly means to be great. Greatness comes with a price. Greatness will cause you to be hated and persecuted for righteous sake. We're talking about real greatness. In order to be great, you're going to have some adversaries. You're going to have some enemies. If you're going to keep it real, if you're going to keep it authentic, genuine, it's a lot that come with that. We should want that. We want to be real, but we got to embrace what comes with it. We got to embrace what comes with greatness. Greatness is a burden, you know, for those that want to be great. They want to do great things. Greatness can be a burden. It requires great responsibility. Greatness is not for the faint of heart or the wimps. Greatness is for soldiers. Greatness will scare you, but we must know that God did not give us the spirit of fear. We have power, love, and a sound mind. But I want you to ask yourself, where do you get your power from? Who do you look to for help? I hope it's God. I hope it's not people because people can only do so much for you. And we have to stop putting our trust in people. Throughout my life, I found that I really don't have a lot of people that I can trust. And God wanted it to be that way. He don't want us putting our full trust into people. The Bible tells us that the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? We don't know what people are capable of doing. That's why he said, trust him. Put your trust in him, in God, the one that knows it all, the one that has all power in his hand. But greatness, my friends, is what you want. You do want to be great, but you got to understand what comes with being great. You got to understand what comes with being real. You got to understand it because Greatness will take you from the bottom to the top. Greatness will take you from the pit to the palace. It will take you from the valley to the mountaintop. It will take you from the fire to the favor. But at the same time, it can be reversed. Greatness can take you from the palace to the pit and from the mountaintop to the valley. It can take you from the penthouse to the den of lions. It can take you from the favor to the fire. So this is what greatness looks like. This is what it means to be real. You have to be set apart. You have to have purpose. Time is of the essence. It is waiting for no one. No man knows the hour that they're going to leave this earth. But you better make sure that your heart is right. You better make sure that you have no hate in your heart. If you are real, if you are authentic, if you are genuine, you will become great. You will be. But at the same time, you got to know what comes with that. 
jealousy, envy, and hate comes with being great. So we got to ask ourselves, can you handle being real? Can you handle being great? Because it comes with a price. With greatness, there's a sacrifice. You got to be willing to give up your desires for his will. So I want to leave you with a thought. How do you know you're real? And how do you know you are on the road to greatness? Are you keeping it 100? Are you keeping it real with God and the things that God has called you to do? Are you professing to be a devout believer and a follower of God, but your heart ain't right, but you got hate in your heart? You got jealousy and envy towards your brothers and your sisters, towards people. We have to begin to hold ourselves accountable. If you don't have nobody to hold you accountable, you better hold yourself accountable. You better examine yourself daily. Make sure you're in right standing because the days ahead are dark and evil. There is so much wickedness in this world and God is not playing. He ain't playing with us. So we got to make sure that our heart is right. We got to make sure that we're getting our lives right. We got to make sure that we're walking in our calling and we're pursuing our purpose. I hope that this episode has edified you and encouraged you to be all that God has called you to be. And remember, the goal is to be rare. Rare is real, anointed, righteous, and enlightened. And until next time, Shalom. Shalom.